All right, thanks for listening to Tim Talks. Welcome back. I wanted to talk about power spots today. Now, I've probably touched on power spots uh, um, before in different talks because they, the idea of them, you know, they kind of permeate everything we teach. But I just want to get really specific right now about it. Um, and again, I'm going to bring it back to my land. First of all, my land is in view of Mount Shasta. Now, Mount Shasta is a power spot of huge proportion. It's a lone mountain. It's visually stunning. It rules this part of the country. From anywhere you go, 200 miles, you see Mount Shasta. And it touches everyone in some way. Whether it's earth lovers deeply, it brings up spiritual feelings, connection to something higher, to just people who love beauty or awed by it, beauty to just about anyone, no matter where you're at in your life, you look at this mountain and you go, wow, Mount Shasta. That is a, it's a mountain that they say it's connected from, is a power spot uh, to Mount Fuji in Japan and Mount Kilimanjaro in uh, Africa, all lone volcanic mountains. They form a triangle shape and many people pilgrimage, travel to each mountain to pick up the energy um, or the medicine, as we've talked about before, medicine from that mountain by going up onto it and being there. And people feel that it will change your life forever to, to carry that essence of that mountain with you. And I agree with you very much. And even looking at a mountain for long periods of time like that uh, could change you. There's something powerful that happens as you let that mountain in through your eyes, into your body, and you soak it up. You become that mountain, literally. You've heard the term maybe thinking like a mountain. You literally become the mountain. You start to think like the mountain. You see the world like the mountain does. And that's an amazing thing. That requires trust um, and uh, willingness to just dive into that idea without overthinking it too much. But there's zillions of other types of power spots. Um, and my land is a power spot, and I want to I want to tell you a little story. When I first came to this land, I was 37. I found it; it called to me. I came to the land. I'd been looking a lot for land. I wasn't sure if I was going to find my peace. I knew I wanted to be in the Mount Shasta area because I love the wildness of this and the, the, how far away it was from any large city. And I kept looking; I couldn't find anything. And my realtor, who I connected with very deeply, he understood kind of what I was going for. Uh, he brought me out to this place. It took four-wheel drive to get to it. The road was just beat up. And I go walking out on, onto the land. I had my favorite dog with me, a wolf named Joseph, and a good, good friend with me. Um, and we walked out onto the land, and I already knew it was, it was right. It felt right. But then I heard something, and it was water running. And I followed the sound of the water, and I got to the creek. Dale Creek, it's called. I don't know how it got that name. And I looked up the creek, and a red-tailed hawk feather from the center of the tail came floating down. And at the time, that was a power animal for me, a red-tailed hawk. I had one named Portia who was injured, and I spoke to thousands of people about the plight of animals with her on the glove. And so I took that as a sign, and the creek was a sign. And then I felt an essence, or a presence, I guess, Essence would be the right word. A presence. 
And I looked up like that up to this tree. And I saw this being. I don't know how to, how to say it. Not of solid matter, but looked like a human. And I've called him the Earth Keeper. And he's been with me ever since. And he just looked at me, and I knew I had to get this land. Now, I've seen many things before in nature and in the world. That's one of my skills. I'm able to kind of see through what we call the veils in the deeper realms of things. It wasn't unusual for that to happen, but it was incredible that it happened there like it did and that he let me know, get this land. I looked at the realtor. I said, let's go to your office and let's get the deal done. We got the deal done and I own the land. And over the years, I started coming up and he was always with me, watching me, walking with me. And that's another story in depth about him, which I'll go through on a Tim talk. Um, but he's here right now. Even when I, when I speak, he's here. But what I wanted to say was, as I came up the first year, there was a woman up the road from me who lived out in the wilderness too. And she, her name was Rowena Kreider. And she was a, like a new age spiritualist and quite famous, phenomenal, uh, painter and artist. She had a, these type of cards, the tarot type cards of nature, and she was respected among her community. And she was kind of this wispy, wild woman that you couldn't really get a grip on, you know. But uh, it was—it's—I mean that in a very respectful way. Um, there was a great mystery about her, but she was powerful. And I was still young, thirty-seven, and I was impressionable. And I had a partner at the time who helped me start the school, named Charlie Stormow really powerful man who was a good friend and she came to us one day as he, he was helping me on the land in the early stages and she said come to my house I have to tell you something we said okay we'll come I didn't know if we were going to come through the door and she was going to eat us or what or talk to us you know it was really strange how she asked she was very blunt and we go into her house and she's sitting and I kid you not she's sitting on an altar um surrounded by thousands of crystals. And I kid you not, thousands. It's not an Irish fish tail or anything. Thousands of crystals surrounded by paintings, ceiling, wall, and floor in a, in a chair that was like something for a throne, for a king or a queen. And we sit in front of her and we're, we're wondering, what is she going to do to us? And she just looks at us and goes, that land you bought is the power spot for all of Mount Shasta, for the whole Northern California region around it's where uh, it's a vortex of energy where all the power of the mountain and all the power of nature and everything that's ever happened and all the land up here focuses its energy there and comes. That's the, the crescendo of it. And she said, you have to be the caretaker of that land. You have to protect it and keep it healthy. So uh, we didn't have much of a conversation. We said, okay, we left and um, I believed her, but you know, like anything, I didn't. I didn't like just all of a sudden go nuts with the information she gave me. I, I started living and listening to the Earth Keeper, and you know she was right. I've had the land now since 1990, 30 years, and she was right. I believe it. I've seen countless people's lives change coming to this land. The school helps, but often people just come out of nowhere and their lives change. They can be here an hour, or a day, or a week, or a month, and their lives change. Often for the better, profound things happen to people that come here. Many times they have no clue that it had anything to do with the land, but it did, and things happen. 
I had a UPS driver come here and he became this world famous healer. He owes it all to the land, he said. You know, I could tell you stories all day long like that. So part of the thing is when you know something special, like a power spot, you don't need to question it. You don't need to endlessly try in your mind to try to figure it out or study it. Just let it be. Now, and so put it this way. If, you, if you're worried about being right or wrong, it doesn't matter. If you're wrong, you'll know it eventually and you'll move on. It's not going to hurt anything. But more often than not, you'll be right. Let your inner vision, your intuition be your guide. Now, I could talk more about power spots. Like there's power spots in creeks. Certain creeks have power spots. There's power spots on your skin, on your body. Your, your heart has got to be a power spot, right? Your brain has a power spot. There's power spots on trees. There's power spots on the ground. Um, Yosemite National Park is a power spot because it's so freaking beautiful. Yellowstone National Park is a power spot. Often national parks are power spots. They were chosen because they called to a president or thousands of people and said, make me a, a place of sanctuary. They're power spots. They got it done for themselves. National seashores in the ocean, there's power spots. Each ocean has its own unique personality from every other ocean. There can be power spots that are uniquely different in each one. It's endless. And the more that you can look for these places or acknowledge them or enjoy them, the more powerful your life will be. So think about that. I want you to think about it really deeply. And there's also, just to kind of wrap this quick little talk up, and there's power spots that are only power spots for you. If you said this was a power spot, and it might not be for me, it might be just special for you. And then there's ones like Yosemite, or like this land that are for everyone. That's really important to remember. And if you if you have a life with someone, you, maybe you're married, or you have a, someone in your life that you love deeply, or your kid, your kid that you have, or something, a deep connection, two people come together. There could be power spots that are just for the two of you. Or families can have their own unique power spots or countries can it's there's no limits we say in the schematic realm in nature there's no limits so we don't if you don't think in a limited way there's total abundance the power spot of all power spots is the earth go out into the universe and look back at the earth what do your eyes go to the thing that's alive and living that's blue and green and white and pulsating with life the earth it's a power spot for the universe itself. I don't think there could be an argument for that. It's the most amazing thing of all. Um, so don't think limitedly. And the last I'll say is try to go to power spots. Pilgrimage to them. Go and be with those spots. And the other thing that comes to my mind is you can make spots power spots by being going there many times over and having incredible experiences, a place can come alive with your energy, and it can be your own unique power spot that you help kind of create. So I hope you're kind of getting inspired by this talk, and you'll start to think about it. Um, thank you very much. I'll probably talk about this subject more in the future. I think it's so much to, to say. Okay. Oh.